What is going on guys? Welcome to Copy Thoughts Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I know it's been a couple weeks since I made a podcast and today I'm uh, going to be doing something that I haven't done yet on the podcast which is reading uh, some of your write-in requests that you guys have submitted through my app and um, yeah but before I do that I'd like to give you guys a couple little updates on everything. So the biggest thing that I've been working on lately aside from the new music um, is stay cozy so I've been working on developing a line and kind of rebranding everything and getting everything to a point where I'm happy with it and I feel like it's a cohesive brand uh, which has taken a while but I finally achieved that and so I'm waiting on a couple other pieces to, to arrive um, so that I can I can release this line um, as one cohesive unit so I'm gonna have jackets socks uh, sweaters beanies a whole bunch of stuff and um, I'm just waiting for everything to be here so I can launch it. Um, but my plan is to have everything done and ready by Christmas time. So if you if you order it, you'll have it in time for Christmas. Um, so I'm guessing it'll be ready to launch uh, sometime in November. And uh, up until Christmas, I'll be shipping out orders and whatnot. Um, so I'm really excited about that because that's been a lot of work and it's something I've wanted to do for a very long time as well. Just having like an actual kind of brand. Because uh, I've always been very all over the place with the with the brand itself and not, and not really sure exactly what I wanted to do with it. So finally finally got to that point, uh, so I'm really excited about that. And also, uh, new music, uh, is, it's all done. Um, I'm basically just waiting to film the rest of my music video uh, for the song called Frost, which I want to put out before I release the Nosebleed EP. The reason I haven't filmed it yet is because we, me and my buddy Micah wanted to go film in the town where they, they made the movie It. Um, and, but when we went there, we tried twice, and the first time there was a bunch of stuff going on downtown, so that was too busy. And the second time, uh, Hulu was filming a show, so we couldn't we couldn't shoot that day. Uh, so I'm just waiting to finish that, and then going to toss together a little music video for that, and then Nosebleed EP is all done, and I'm guessing that'll be dropping in November. That's my plan right now. So new music is is coming, but yeah, ultimately I think just lately I've I've kind of been like really just I've been working on a lot of stuff um, at once. And sometimes that causes me to just like, you know, get a little bit overwhelmed, but like disconnect from, from, you know, doing things like the podcast or live streaming because I just get so focused on like what I'm doing on my own time. Uh, it's, it's just like ebbs and flows. If you follow me, you know that I kind of go through that. But um, it feels good to sit down and make a podcast again because it has been a couple weeks. So what I'd like to do, guys, is read uh, some, some write-in um requests. I mentioned that I added a section to the Save We Can Fly app uh, where you can write in. Uh, I, I wanted to start reading people's actual stories and questions um, on the podcast. I'm not going to say any names. I'm going to keep everything anonymous, obviously, but um, yeah, so I, I got a lot, actually quite a few write-ins, so I'm, I'm probably going to go over like three or four today. I just thought it'd be cool to answer questions more like directly uh, than just, you know, talking about topics. So uh, this is the first one that I wanted to... Um, to talk to to go through today um, I'm just gonna read it word for word and kind of just go off of that so this person said I've been struggling recently with trying to figure out my place in the world in the words of Sweeney Todd there's two kinds of men and only two there's the one staying put in his proper place and the one with his foot in the other one's face great movie great quote um, Obviously I know there's more than two types of people, but I'm still really struggling to find where I'm supposed to be and identify with. Do you have any advice for me or others who are struggling with this? Yes, 
I think I do. I think I do. Um, but first, I want to say that I struggle with that too, you know, and I, and I feel like a lot of us do. And I think kind of what ends up happening, at least from my experience, is you, you, you know, you go through a point where you, you are feeling that way and then you, you hit a wave where you're like, oh, I know what I'm doing. And some, for some people that lasts for a long time, for some people it only lasts, you know, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple days, maybe a couple months, it doesn't, I don't know. But I know that that is always, for me at least, is always kind of changing. And it's, it's frustrating at times when, when you don't know exactly what your direction is. And, and I think for me, like what I've noticed is that just like, you just go through periods like that where you don't really know what you're doing. And you, you have to almost in a way just embrace that and not, and not try to figure it out because I think to go through those periods and to, to feel those things, it does help you down the road to, to understand what your path actually is. Even if you don't feel that at the moment. Um, or you know what, I think too, it's like sometimes that's just telling you that you're thinking too much or that you're, you're trying to have too much control in your life and you know trying to, to figure everything out, which you don't always need to do. And I, and I know as humans, we always want to kind of logically be like, all right, what am I doing? How am I doing it? You know, A to B, um, you know, linear kind of timeline, and we all we all think that way. But I think I think sometimes when when you start to feel those things, it's it's also it could be just the universe telling you like, yo, take a step back, let go, let me do my thing, and just trust that life is going to flow for you. And it's, sometimes it can really feel like you're stuck. You know, it really can. And I, I know what that's like to feel like you're stuck and to, to wake up and be like, what am I what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And you can kind of fill your day with certain things, but ultimately sometimes you go to bed and you're like, you know, what am I doing? Does it, does it mean anything? And I think like, you know, sometimes you just have to, you just have to show up. You know, you just have to show up. You have to wake up. You gotta face the day. If you don't, you know, you don't have to know every answer right now. You don't need to figure it all out right this second. You just, you gotta keep showing up. And I feel like that's the key. Even if, even if it takes like months or even years to like push through that patch of your life and, and to finally feel again like you, you understand what you're doing and, and why you're doing it, you just gotta keep showing up. And I, th I think that's the key. And I also think too, you know, you mentioned you're looking for something to identify with. I think, I think part of what can help you create some kind of inner peace is not identifying with your situation or your, you know, your life story or you know your environment. Just try to try to approach things from more of an observational standpoint and just kind of like embody that you know knowing that's underneath all that stuff. That's just kind of watching it happen at least for a little bit until you find something that you resonate with in a situation that you resonate with. You know, don't get too attached to to how you feel right now and just just kind of let it happen. I know it can be frustrating. Trust me, I know. But I think um, I think ultimately, just life is peaks and valleys, and sometimes, sometimes the valleys can be deep, and sometimes the mountains can be super high, and you just never know. You know, you just gotta keep going, keep showing up, and that's that's kind of what I think about that. All right, so the second um, second write-in I got here, um, I've been struggling recent. Oh no, I already read that one. So the second write-in I have here is um, I recently dropped out of high school because I was two years behind because of a situation I had no control over. And I'm trying to keep in contact with a few of my friends. I'm aware that people come and go in life, but it's hard when your best friend just up and suddenly decides that she won't talk to you because she doesn't agree with who you love and she thinks you need to rethink your life. Anyway, if you read this far, thank you. And I was hoping that you could address people starting over and losing people they thought would be there for them. Yeah, that's a big one, man. I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. 
the most the, the most valuable thing that you can I think understand in in your life, and I think you can apply this to, to any any area, man. Like there's so many situations, is that you can't no matter what you do, you can't control what other people do or think or say. You can't as, even as much as you you might think like what you're doing is wrong and like you have no reason to do this. You have no clue why they're doing what they're doing, what caused them to make those decisions. Even if you think you understand their thought process, you don't because they're completely separate, um, you know, consciousness with their own life and their own beliefs and their own everything. And you, you can't even be, sometimes you just don't understand and sometimes you just have to realize that. And, um, you know, you you have to not not allow that kind of thing to determine your happiness and your path because that's that's... You know, part of I think what kind of plays into like victim mentality, and I made a whole episode about that. But if you continue to allow, you know, people, even if you were close to them, even if you know they were supposed to be there for you, like you, you have to just understand that like you don't have control over those things. All you have control over um, is how you react to those things and how you react to to the way people treat you and the way people talk to you and what they do. You can't you can't control what they do. You can control how you react to that. So if you're in a position where you feel like you know you're allowing that to to shake you up and and to throw you off you have to just take a step back and realize you know what i still have all my strength i still have all my you know free will i still have all my everything and i just have to accept that like i can't control what they do or what they think um and you have to, you have to just move on you have to detach from that and you have to just continue to focus on yourself and um you know, I think I think sometimes like if people, you know, someone that is really close with you or that you really care about, you know, decides like I, I can't be in your life anymore. You you know maybe don't, don't uh, feel like it's your fault, but like maybe maybe at least kind of pay attention to that. It's like maybe maybe there is something that you're doing, or a way you've been acting or something in your life that is pushing people away. And I think it is important sometimes to at least just kind of like pay attention to those things if, if it's somebody that you really care about and trust and their opinion actually matters to you. Um, because I think too, it's like sometimes like, you know, I, I've i been through, you know, periods in my life where I, I've kind of just turned into somebody that I, I really don't want to be. And I don't even, you don't realize it happening. And, you know, I didn't realize till later, like how I was acting toward people that I loved and people that cared about me and just kind of pushing them away. And it's easy when you're in that position to, to just justify it to yourself and pretty much deny deny it to yourself that you are maybe, you know, being somebody that you could you could work on. So maybe just really think about that and maybe ask yourself, like, okay, you know, is there something that I could work on or maybe maybe this person's somewhat right or maybe, you know, their feelings have some kind of uh, grounding or, you know what, maybe they're just being ridiculous and I don't understand it. And, and if that's the case, you just got to move on, man. And that's, I think, the most one of the most valuable things you can you can do in this life is get to a point where it doesn't matter what people do or say or think. You're still going to keep doing what you're doing because that's that's I think how you find, that's how you you attract the right people too. Because if you put off that vibe, man, of like I'm going to do my own thing regardless of what you think or do, it's like you people you're going to have the right people fuck with you, the right people in your life. But if you're someone who's like, oh, you did this, you did this, and like always blaming your state of being on other people, you're not going to attract the right kind of people, and you're always going to kind of feel like a victim and feel helpless, and it's just it's just not good. So I think just try to try to work on that. Try to try to be aware of that if you can. So let's go to the next one. So the next the next one I'm actually um, I'm really interested in talking about. So this, this one was um, about addiction, kind of like food addiction specifically. 
So this was, I realized that depression and medications can cause weight gain, but, I, but also as an empath, some of us eat because eating helps us block negative energy. Theory being that the fatter you are, the harder it is for you to absorb energy. Uh, but being overweight hurts mentally and physically. Can you talk about one, ways to lose weight? Number two, healthier alternatives to those sugary slash salty snacks people crave when they're depressed. And three, a healthier alternative other than eating to help with what I call energy releases. Okay. So number one, I'm going to speak on this from, from a place of I, at one point in my life, was overweight and, and very unhappy with how I felt and how I looked. And so I'm going to speak from it from the point of like, at one point I, I would consider myself to have been in that kind of position of, you know, cause I feel like the weight, whole weight thing's relative. Like how, you know, skinny to somebody could be completely different to someone else. And, and you know, uh, an ideal weight to you could be different than it is to me. So at one point I felt like I was, I was really overweight. And I think what can happen, cause I've, I've never heard of that like energy thing. Maybe I just need to research it, but I think sometimes you can, when you're unhappy with yourself, you can kind of make things up to justify it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember for me, it was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to quit smoking. I would try to quit smoking like every two weeks, but it's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm quitting smoking. So I'm just going to eat a bunch of pizza. I need a bunch of bullshit and like drink. Uh, cause I'm, I'm giving up one vice. So I'll just fill my, I'll, it's okay if I do the other things. And I, and I would just make shit up to kind of justify things to myself. It's like, uh, you know, it's okay that I'm doing this when it ultimately, no, it's not. And I think sometimes you got to deal with it. Um, but you know what, I think, I think with, um, with, with food specifically, cause that's like one thing for me, it's like, man, I fucking love food, dude. And that's why I go to the gym all the time. And I, 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 I constantly am just working out. I'm constantly just like making sure to stay active because like, I, I love food and like, I, you know, exercising and going to the gym, it does help me not want to eat shitty food as much. Um, and I'm pretty damn good with it, like compared to how I used to be. And I think compared to a lot of people, like I've really trained myself to not like, you know, eat shit all the time. But I mean, it's like, a, it's a, it's a part of life, dude. Food is fucking amazing. And it's, it's like, it's a pleasure. And it's something that as humans, like biologically, we're designed to like, just want to eat a lot of, you know, to survive. So I think it's, it's one of the hard, it can be one of the hardest things to, to kick. But I think addiction, like overall, no matter what it is, cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, food, kind of stems from the same, the same underlying issue, which is, is kind of this like void or this kind of feeling of like trying to fill something in, even if you don't realize that's what you're doing. I think sometimes that's kind of what's happening. It's, it's just kind of like, you know, if, if you were truly like at peace with yourself and at peace with how you felt, like, you know how like binge eating makes you feel, it makes you feel like shit. And for me, it's like, it makes me feel like shit for like two or three days sometimes. Like if I, if I ate like a shit ton of pizza or something, which I used to do, like it would make me feel like shit for like three days. And it's like, if, if I was truly happy with my state, would I, would I want to consciously do that to myself? No. So like there's something else going on that's like causing me, like I need this hit. I need this fucking hit of like dopamine and like pleasure. Uh, I don't care about how I feel later. And I think that's kind of what, that's like really ultimately what it is. So I think you kind of have to ask yourself like, what is the underlying thing that's causing me to feel like I need to run to something else to, to get this hit of pleasure? Like where, what am I lacking like spiritually? What am I lacking like within myself that like I, I feel the need to fill that void with literally with like food or with something else like, so I, th I think kind of you have, to, you have to just kind of look past the, the form of the addiction for a second and just kind of like, maybe just reflect on yourself and like where you're at and like what's going on inside of you because that's I think the cause of a lot of things 
because like when I'm on a good flow in, in my life, like ener ener energy wise, like I don't want to do that shit. I don't even think about that shit. Like if you think of patches like where you're like really excited about your life, you're like you're working hard on something, it's like you don't really like think about like, oh, I'm craving this, I need to do this. You're kind of just more, you have your energy focused on like the good things that you know are going to make you feel good. So I think it's, it's more of like an underlying problem, I would guess. Um, but you know, when you're in that place, man, um, of especially being overweight, like talking about that specifically, or just like feeling like you, you need to lose weight. That's a hard place to be because, because not, you know, not only do you feel it, like when you look at yourself, you see it and, and it's one of those things that you can't correct automatically. You can't correct in a minute. You can't correct in an hour. It takes time. And that's one of the hardest things because you just constantly see it and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. So you, it just kind of keeps setting yourself back. And um, it can be a hard thing to, to overcome, but you can do it. You know, you can. And, and you ha I think you have to just, you have to think about like, who's the person I want to be, you know, in every aspect of my life, you know, how I look, how I feel, what I'm doing, like, you got to keep that person in your mind all the time, and realize that if you take action every single day, you eventually become that person, you know, and, I, like, I look back at myself during that time, like, I don't even know who that person was, don't know, don't, I wouldn't even want to know that person, because that was just so far from, from, from my, I guess, just, like, how I truly, you know, want, wanted to feel like how I feel like I had underneath all that. But so compared to that person now, it's like I, two different people, but I had to work my ass off to become that person and to, to shed that skin, so to speak, literally too. And, but um, as far as like actually losing weight and I, and I stand by this, um, a lot of people have different opinions and I'm not here to argue about it. I just know what's worked for me and what's worked for a lot of my friends um, is intermittent fasting. That's something that I've been doing for, uh, I think over three years now, um, which is basically just, you know, eating um, in an eight-hour window every day and fasting for at least 16 hours every single day. I've been doing that for a long time, um, and even if I go through periods where I, where I overeat for a week, it doesn't really affect it as much as it would if I was just, like, you know, eating all day every day. Um, but, you know, I, th I think a lot of losing weight is mindset. I think I think your body responds to your mindset and your vision of yourself. And if you're constantly, you know, telling yourself that you're fat and telling yourself that you're overweight and that's your, you know, what you're identifying with, you're going to be stuck there and it might be a lot harder for you to, to get to that point. So I would recommend, like, listening to some, like, self-hypnosis stuff or just kind of, you know, making sure to, to stand in front of the mirror and, like, envision the person that you want to be because I think, I think your mindset can have a huge impact on, on your results. But you also got to know it's going to take time, but you can do it. And I think, like, if you give yourself three months, I think that's a good time frame. If you really work your ass off for three months, like, really do it, then you're going to see huge results in three months. And I, so I, I would say the biggest thing is, like, you know, for losing weight, you just got to stay in a calorie deficit. That's all you got to do. And, and I'm not going to sit here trying to explain that to you. You can Google it, but I'm telling you right now, that is all you have to do to lose weight. Stay in a calorie deficit. That's all you got to do. So if you want to know how to do that, Google it, watch some videos. It's not that hard to figure out how to do. Um, and going to the gym, exercising does help a lot. So anyway, uh, and healthy alternatives, uh, nuts. Nuts are great. Uh, peanuts, almonds, cashews. Um, seaweed snacks, are, I like those. Like try to eat things that like, are less calorie dense because they'll fill you up more and you won't you won't be like skyrocketing your calorie intake so you know just take your time with it don't don't stress about it just take it day by day and, and you'll be fine so that was a, that was pretty long going on that whole thing but I know I know that can be a struggle so I wanted to talk about it um, 
Alright, so the next, I think this is probably the last one I'm going to do, and I have a whole bunch, so I'm going to try to get through a couple of these every week. Um, and this one is, uh, I've recently lost my grandma, who was like a mother to me, in July. Um, she passed away from a disease in her lungs, she fought for six years. She was also there for me when I was dealing with my depression. She shaped and influenced my life, and it's so hard without her here. She taught me how, much, how to bake, cook, see, and much more. Uh, I feel like it's dark here without her, like I used to see in color, and now it's black and white. I really thought she was going to make it and come back home. Do you have any tips for dealing with loss? I could really use some. First of all, I'm sorry that you're going through that. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Um, you know, I think I think with, with loss, like especially when it comes to a person, it's like there, there's no there's no fix for that. You know, unless you're like absolutely fucking spiritually enlightened to the point where like you don't identify with anything or any forms, and you like it, it's just, dude, it's it's something that's hard to go through as a human. It's like no matter who you are, you know, I think. It's gonna affect you, and it's it's like you you know your life is never the same. A lot of times in life, like when we have a situation that throws us off, a lot of times we can kind of like correct it or bounce back from it. But it's like, dude, when you lose a person, um, your life is never gonna be the same again, and that's and that's a hard thing to accept because you know, like no matter what you do, you can't change it. Um, so I think the only thing you can do, honestly, the only answer to that is is number one, allow yourself to go through that pain, allow yourself to go through the emotions of, of everything that comes with loss because you have to. It's part of how you process it and deal with it. So don't don't feel like you need to to make yourself feel better right away because it's not going to work. Allow yourself to go through it. Allow yourself to cry, to yell, to scream, to be angry, to be to be upset. Allow it all. I think once you hit that point of acceptance, which comes with time. Um, you know, you wake up and you realize, you know what, like, this is my life. Um, I miss this person. You know, they're not here, but, like, I have their memory, I have their energy, and they're always going to be a part of who I am. And you can kind of be, be at peace with that. And I know it, it can take a long time. And I think sometimes, like, there's a part of you that, that is never the same, you know, after that. But that's, that's something that, like, is part of, like, you know, I think the process of, of you know, becoming who you are you know you have to go through those those challenges and those trials and you have to go through that pain in order to to grow you know as a spiritual being and as as a soul if you want to call it that um and i think just you know just you have to just allow time to do its thing and I, I think that's the only the only answer really is like you have to like that's you know that's that's how we heal is time and we can't force it we can't rush it and uh you know, we're all gonna have to deal with that stuff in our lives, and it's it's you know it's hard, but um, you know we all have to go through it, and that's part of what makes life beautiful, in my opinion, is is the impermanence of it, um, because you know it's just you think, man, if if everything lasted forever, it would have literally no meaning, absolutely no meaning, um, because you know I think I think it's it's the the absence of life that implies life, and you can't have life without the absence of it, you know. Otherwise, it would just be one thing. We wouldn't even be able to recognize it because we have nothing to contrast it with. And I think it's so important to, to understand those things. And Alan Watts is one of my favorite philosophers. Um, if you if you want to kind of understand those ideas a little bit more, uh, listen to some of his, his uh, speeches and lectures because they're absolutely incredible. And, and I think it's so helpful to just be okay with that and realize like duality is what gives this life meaning and what allows us to experience any of it and what allows us to experience the good parts and we always take for granted the shitty things that happen and we think that they suck and they shouldn't happen but like they have to happen because if they didn't we would we would never feel anything we would never feel happy we would never feel love nothing 
um, because we wouldn't know what that is. We only know what it is because we, we know what it isn't. And I think it's just so important to be okay with that and uh, appreciate, you know, the mountains in life more when you, after, you know, you go through the valleys and just try to accept it all because it's so important to do. And um, I know it's it's not it's not an easy thing to do, but you, but you have to just just let time do its thing and talk to talk to people. You know, talk to people about it. If you're feeling like you really have a lot going on inside, talk to people. And um, you know, just just keep going, keep going, man. That's that's really I think the only thing you can do in this life is just fucking keep going. When you feel lost, when you feel you know tired, confused, fucking keep going. Just keep going. Like, what else are you gonna do? You know. I think it's always worth it just to show up, and you just never know what's gonna happen. So, <clears throat> yeah. Thank you guys for writing in, by the way. I appreciate you like opening up with all that stuff. And I, there's a lot of uh, questions and, and stories that I, I I'd like to get to. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna try to do a couple of these like maybe every week, maybe every other week, because I do have some topics that I'd like to talk about as well. So um, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Um, again, I'm, I apologize. That sometimes, you know, I go a week or a couple weeks without making an episode. Um, but, yeah, it feels good to make an episode again. And getting excited for Halloween, getting excited for Christmas time. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to launch Stay Cozy. And I really hope you guys dig in. I, I want to say thank you to, to everyone who has um, just, like, bought my merch on Depop. Because I've been using that for quite a while. Like, you guys, it really means a lot. And everybody has been so, like, supportive on there. And views have been like just awesome and it really means a lot. I just want to say thank you to, to people who have, you know, um, given me a chance with shipping merch myself and everything on Depop and, you know, kind of building that trust again. It's really meant a lot to me to be able to do that and to actually be able to ship everything myself. Anyway, that's going to be awesome and new music. I saw that I got a lot of songs coming, um, 12 songs on the albums and then um, one song before that. So that'll be cool. And yeah, I'll be tour next year. Don't know when, but I will for sure. And I want to get back out there and just hang out with you guys again. I fucking miss it. And uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, Gentlemen Stoners. Uh, we're still working on the fifth fifth episode. Um, it's turned into like almost a fucking movie. Like it's it's turned into a massive episode, and it's gonna be sick. I have I have like a whole. Bunch everything that we filmed I have edited but we, we wrote a musical number and we've written some other little parts that we have to shoot still um, but it'll be out as soon as we can get it done um, for you guys and I really hope you enjoy because it it's definitely our, I think our best well I know it's our best work and it's quite the episode um, so check out the gentleman's stones when it comes out and I hope you guys all have a great day night whatever make sure to subscribe hit that sub button Give it a little thumbs up, and I will see you guys next week on the podcast. I love you. Stay cozy, and...